Melekaliki Maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. It's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun at during the day and all the stars at night. Melekaliki Maka is Hawaii's way to say Merry Christmas to you. I don't know why I was thinking about that, honey, but we used to sing that when I lived in Hawaii. So there it is. Good morning, honey. Musicpreneur.com Great moments are born from great opportunity. Lies can prevail against much in this world, but never against art. If you're good at something, never do it for free. This is what I was put on the earth to do, and I'm not going to sit around and wait for some politician to give the green light. You musicians, you're too, too musical. <laughs> you just don't know what's going to happen if you have an attitude of, I'm going to just work with the conditions that I'm given. You're not doing it for the money. You're doing it for what the money says. And it says what it says to any player that makes big money they're worth it. There's so much competition. Why should I start it? Man, if you take that mentality, you might as well just say, well, there's 8 billion people in the world. Why should he have your own child? You dance around too much. You talk too much. You're not concentrated enough. Lots of work to be done. People not being reliant on an employer, they're going to say, if it is to be, it's up to me. To assist in your journey of making money, making music, the musicpreneur.com podcast starts now. Here's your host, James Newcomb. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to musicpreneur.com. My name is James Newcomb. And just because it's Christmas, the holiday season, and it's because it's New Year, doesn't mean that it doesn't give us an excuse to not put out an episode for you guys. And slacker Jim Lambie, he uh, is unavailable to record this week because it is Christmas, and for some reason he feels entitled to spend time with his family during uh, on Christmas Day. So as a uh, consolation prize, I have with my, on the call today, for your listening pleasure, my beautiful, astoundingly, stunningly attractive wife, Sana. Sana, how are you? Good. Just came back from Christmas party. Christmas party there in Hanoi, Vietnam. Specifically, Eco Park. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Eco Park. I guess in for Americans, I guess Eco Park would be considered kind of like a suburb. <laughs> or a zoo. Hanoi. Or a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I live in zoo. The eco park is a zoo, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, how do, why did they call it eco park anyway? Because because it's green, and there's lots there's a lot of, of trees, trees, and... lots of artificial lakes. They're promoting green life. Yeah, very intention, very intentional design. Mm-hmm. Promote ecology, mm-hmm. and it's striking contrast with the city of Hanoi. You couldn't get more different mm-hmm. between eco park and Hanoi. Is just an absolute crazy place. Oh my goodness. I I can't believe how many motorbikes there are in Hanoi. It's just... Anyway, Sana is Iranian 
And she recently introduced me to a Persian holiday that uh, up until recently I wasn't familiar with, and it's called Yalda. I, I'm not the, the person to ask because I just found out about it, but uh, Sana, I want to hear from you. What is Yalda? Why is it so important to your culture? Yalda or Shabit Chele is a Persian uh, celebrated on the eve of the first day of the winter, which falls on December 21 to 22 uh, in Iranian calendar. Basically, it's the longest night of the year. And it is defined as the birth of Mitra. Mitra means sun. Mitra is also a very popular Persian name for girls. It is also a turning point after which the days grow longer. It symbolizes the triumph of the light and goodness over the powers of darkness. It is very significant for Iranians because it is celebration of the birth of the sun god who symbolizes light, goodness, and strength on earth. So Shabi Alda is very joyful and happy time. It's a festival that is most important celebration in ancient Iran, and it continued to be celebrated until this day. And the period is over more than 5,000 years ago. In fact, the celebration was brought to Iranian plateau by the Aryan, or in other words, Iranian migrants, around middle of the second millennium before Christ, birth of Christ. But the original date of celebration can be tracked as far as pre-Zerostrainism era, which is the very first monotheist religion on earth, uh, around 3rd or 4th millennium BCE. Well, I think it's interesting that it, it has that symbol symbolism. Uh, you're recognizing the birth of the sun, so to speak. Um, I like that. The American culture is sadly lacking in a lot of that symbolism that you find in other parts of the world. I mean, and not to get too far off track here, but Christians are very unaware of a, a, a lot of the symbolism in the, the Jewish holidays. And they're, they're very, very, very distinct. And uh, when you become aware of it, then life just has more meaning when you have this symbolism. And it's just, you, you just, there's so much lacking in American culture that we can learn from cultures like yours. And I just, I, I, that symbolism of birth of the sun, all of a sudden it's not just the dreary winter, but it you have a reason for optimism. You, it's a hopeful message. Yes, it's a little bit dark, but it, it means that the sun is being reborn. Right, so the whole night people burn fire to ensure the defeat of the forces of evil and or darkness, basically. Uh, they would feast, they would uh, chant and sing rhymes of very popular poets like Rumi, Saadi, Hafez, till morning they eat special fruits and food specifically for that night till morning until and uh, and of course they would uh, pray and perform lots of activities uh, to make sure the total victory of the sun is happening in the next day in the morning and they will reach to wisdom how long how long your absence and pain it makes no sense it's so insane tormenting i know you love so much how long this agony will you maintain? I have no one 
but you, my love. How can then I from love refrain? How can a life without you I live when a moment of sleep I cannot obtain? Surrounded am I with pain and sorrow. To whom, my dear, do I complain? It was so nice you came for a while, but now I am back to crying again. And Hafez says I'm going to die. I can't survive this emotional drain. That's the Persian poet Hafez. Mm-hmm. Very profound poetry. And I'm sure that, that that's the English translation. It's wonderful, but I'm sure that the original is just just a, a delight to behold. That's to right. And if you speak Farsi and you can understand it, I'm sure it would just be so lovely. Well, Yalda is known to be like um, one of the celebration that is the foundation of many other celebration around the world, like um, lots of ancient Rome relief system came from Iranian traditions. They have similar type of celebration in their country as well. With the spread of Christianity, Christmas celebration became the most important Christian festival, and many believe it roots back into Yalda as well. Birth of a son and birth of our dear Lord Jesus Christ, kind of similar. Yeah, mm-hmm. the similarities, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's why Christmas is in December. Yeah, and it falls all this in the same date, all these festivals. <laughs> right, because all of the Bible scholars say that, well, there's no way he was born in December. It would have been too cold. And- right, so what, nobody knows. It's not clear why the name Yalda entered to Persian language for this celebration. The massive persecution of early Christians in Rome, which brought many Christians refugees into the one of the Persians' empires, Asanian. And it claims that uh, these Christians reintroduced and popularized Yalda in Iran. So gradually, Shabi Yalda and, or Shabi became synonymous, and the two are used interchangeably. Chelet, C-H-E-L-L-E-T, that is Farsi for 40, correct? Right. Chella means 40. Because mm-hmm. I did a little research, too. Because once I realized that I'm deficient in this knowledge, I had to go look some things up, and I watched a few YouTubes. YouTube University on Yalda. And Chella actually means 40, and it it's, symbolizes 40 days of cold. So, again, you know, when you add that element of the symbolism, all of a sudden, you know, you're not just slogging through another dreary winter. Of course, yes, it is cold and it's, you know, the days are short. I guess it puts a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel rather than just, ah, I got to suffer through another winter. Right, honey, and I found something very interesting you might be interested in. Yeah, let's hear it. Like the Iranian Jews who are amongst the oldest inhabitants in the country, in addition (laughs) to Shabachele or Yala also celebrated the festival of Ilanaut. Uh, I'm not sure. Il- Ilanaut? Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it well. How do you spell it? Uh, I-L-L-A-N-O-U-T. And this celebration of the festival Ilanaut, or Ila- Ilanaut, if I'm not wrong, was around the same time too. And it is very similar to Yalda celebration. Candles are lit and all varieties of dried and fresh winter fruits are served. Mm. Special meals are prepared and prayers are performed. There are also very similar festivals in many parts of southern Russia that are identical to Yalda. Well, Google search 
you type in in and out and all it does is uh, festivals in Iran and a bunch of articles on Yalda. Yeah, so the so. Iranian Jews have a in and out Only Jews okay. celebrate it. Oh, and it, it coincides with Yalda. Right. Interesting. So I'm going to end this with a poem from Sadi. The sight of you each morning is a new year. Any night of your departure is the eve of Yalda. With all my pains, there is still the hope of recovery. Like the eve of Yalda, there will finally be an end. That's lovely. It's nice to know that there is actual culture in Iran. If we were to go by CNN's description, you would think that it's this vast desert wasteland. <laughs> That's all. The, anytime you see footage of Iran, they just have the stock footage, I think. Right. Probably your fellow American thinks you found your... Uh, wife somewhere right. in a desert <laughs> under the tent drinking water like a horse from a stream of water river. I'll bet the stock footage that CNN uses for Iran is probably in <clears throat> New Mexico somewhere, some desert. Honestly, <laughs> when we watch CNN, we sometimes have difficult time to locate those places in our map. Right. It's like, where, <laughs> like, where is did this? they shoot this? Musicpreneur.com Let me ask you a question, honey. What is... One thing that you have learned or maybe one mindset that you've developed this past year. Of course, you and I got married. And I lost my mind. All right. So I want to ask you, what is one thing that, that you have, um, one area of your life that you've grown in 2020? That not everything always goes the way I plan. Okay. And sometimes it's very difficult for me to digest that because I'm kind of a perfectionist and I want everything to be done on the right time, fast. I want to I wanna get whatever I wish for right at that time. Right. But um, I've learned that not everybody has the same mindset as me and sometimes I have to accommodate those people and learn to be patient. Right. I mean me and you've been through a lot. It was like yeah. a roller coaster. <laughs> I never rode one, but honey, <laughs> this really gave me that feeling. But this year. Um but also it I feel like my love for you has grown deeper and deeper. Because mm -hmm. I had you beside me and I didn't have to go through everything alone. And right. you are you're very patient, you're calm, uh, demeanor, always, uh, you know, calm me down and take my stress and anxiety away. We are like fire and water. I'm fire and you're water. Like I can go to <laughs> sky like mm -hmm. a rocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she Suddenly. can, believe me. <laughs> but you will be like, your muscle, your, sorry, your facial muscles doesn't move an inch. Hmm. Like you are sitting on a glass of wine and you're like, are you done? <laughs> <laughs> can we talk now? <laughs> right, right. See. Well, the thing I've learned, I've I, I, the thing I've learned with you is that you get you get a little bit. Um, I mean, just when thing things heat up a little bit, you get a little bit heated. I cannot take stupidity. 
This is truth. Yeah. But then like two hours later, you're fine. You just you you just need to just kind of uh, vent, and then two hours later, you're you're perfect. You're, I'll you're be laughing. Still, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like the the lake with no wind again. Yeah, that's one thing I've learned about you is that you're just you get a little feisty at times. I can, honey. Like, I can see you and Gabriel will be sitting on a couch watching me walking back and forth, eating myself to walk, and then both of we're just going to be eating popcorn. Yeah, you're going to be eating popcorn, and your eyeballs going to move with my movements. Drinking our herbal tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have his little whatever drink or something. I'll be drinking my tea, mm-hmm. eating some popcorn. Right. Sana brought the fireworks today. <laughs> This is entertaining. (laughs) Mm. You know, one thing that I have, um, I I, I guess one mindset that I've I've developed, or I I would say has become more developed and more refined, is just being patient. And that's similar to what you just said. Being patient and also having a mindset of sometimes you just have to, you just have to ship your product. And by what, what I mean by that is, Whatever you're producing, sometimes you just have to hit publish. Like, I had no idea what we're going to talk about on this podcast, right? And I just said, Sana, can you, can you record in, in an hour? And I had, I had no agenda. I had no idea what we're going to talk about. Too many times in the last year, I have allowed, be it this podcast or other projects that I'm working on, I've just allowed things to just, um, you miss a week producing publishing your your podcast and then all of a sudden well you get sort of get in the habit of you get in that mindset okay well i missed one well what's another week and it's it's a bad habit very it's easy to get into that and and i think especially this year with things being so crazy so insane it was very easy to allow things to get out of my grasp and too often, like this podcast went through a period of months where I didn't publish anything. And I had good reason. I was busy. I had no, new because clients. because you didn't have me as your co-host. Right. Well, yeah, it's all Jim Lambie's fault. We'll blame him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His ear Thanks, is buzzing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> His ear is like, <laughs> people are talking about him. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's why I asked Jim to... Uh, to help out with the show it's because i just need that accountability i needed that uh, just that kick in the pants and say like thursday night we record a podcast kick and in then, the pants yeah oh what is so funny about this <laughs> what? can i kick you over your pants <laughs> <laughs> should be in your pants man thanks a lot you know i was really on a roll here our, our listeners press play with the expectation that we're going to deliver some value and you, you just honey, every time i you use every funny time i deliver phrases. value you just completely derail me you talk about funny phrases Ugh, thanks just when i was delivering value honey you interrupted me and completely i, I can't even remember what i was talking about to be honest me too i forgot <laughs> <laughs> so don't ask me <laughs> What I was saying, I think, is that sometimes you just have to hit publish, whether you're ready or not, and just say, this is the best that I've got today. A podcast that I was recently editing for another client of ours, is um, he was saying he, he would procrastinate 
a lot. And then he got into live radio. And he said, you know, if you're on live radio, you can't you can't call in sick. That light goes on in 30 seconds and you, you just have to talk. And that got him out of the, the this this mindset of putting things off and you can't be a perfectionist on live radio. Kinda kinda the same thing with us. You know, I just said, Honey, we gotta record. I didn't do it as, as much for people listening as I did it for me. Right. Because you don't even care. It's 11 p.m. here. Okay. Yes. <laughs> You're doing okay, it honey, for you. Take, <laughs> yes. We've, we all appreciate the sacrifice that you're making by being on this podcast at 10.44 p.m. Right. I could kick you in your pants, but I didn't. Unfortunately, my wife, Sana, is unable to um, maintain her composure. I have to apologize to our listeners who, tune, who pressed play with the expectation that we would uh, share something of value and help you what along do you your mean? journey making money, making Everything music. I said was valuable. Unfortunately, the person that I asked to co-host this episode has an attitude that it's all about me. Poor me. It's 10.44 p.m. And let's just put the focus on me. La, 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 la. <laughs> For those of you who are still listening, um, I guess I should say, don't you have something better to do? I mean, what's wrong with you that you're still listening to this? If you're still listening to this... Honey, what a question is that? They just love me. I think, if, I think if they're still listening to this, they need to evaluate their life priorities. Is this really the best way you can spend your time? James Newcomb, you're insulting me. I am not insulting you. Yes. You're insulting I me. I am not. You're insulting the listeners. They know what value I bring in their life, and they prioritize their life to listen to me. Okay. <laughs> what value are you adding to this podcast? I bring honey? laughter. Okay. Yes, you do. If you laugh for... You most certainly do. If you laugh for a minute, you add one year to mm -hmm. your life. Musicpreneur.com Okay, honey. I'm going to level with you. I have kept every single New Year's resolution I've ever made. Wow. And if that sounds incredible, if it sounds impossible, let me also say that I've made one New Year's resolution in my entire life. <laughs> and that's this year. I, no, no, no. It, it was, I was eight years old. Mm. So this would be 1980, I guess, New Year of 1985. Like 48 years and, ago. Okay. And then... Uh, uh, I think my mom asked me if I wanted to make a New Year's resolution. And my dad was a trumpet player. And I said, I want, I'm going to make a New Year's resolution to, to learn to play the trumpet. And my dad taught me the basics. And I've stuck with it. Wouldn't you know it? 30, 35 years later? You're 46 now. Let me see. Eight years uh, minus 56. No, honey, I'm 40, 56 yeah. or 46? You're 56. Okay. You just said 46. No, 56. Both are wrong, but... <laughs> but anyway, the one resolution I've ever made, New Year's resolution I've ever made, I've kept. Like, I never quit. How's your track record, honey? How many New Year's resolutions have you broken? Really, I never have any resolutions for any of my New Year's. My attitude is that if you make a New Year's resolution, let's say you, like, December 1st, and you're thinking about... Okay, how, what's going to be different in the new year? 
like December 1st, 2020. If you're asking yourself, what's going to be different in 2021? I think that you're already shooting yourself in the foot because you're already in the habit of procrastinating. If you say, well, on January 1st, I'm going to do this differently. And if you, if you say that December 1st, then you're like, well, I'm just going to put it off for 30 days because I don't have to do this for another 30 days. If, if you see a need to do something differently on December 1st, why not just start doing it December 1st? Mm-hmm. I think if you have that attitude, your chances of actually following through on it, they're, they're not good because you've already set a bad precedent procrastinating by holding off until December or uh, January 1st. Well, I think I had so, a resolution this year. Like this yeah. morning when you wake up, I think I was telling you, mm-hmm. wishing you Merry Christmas. And I'm like, my wish is next year Christmas. We're going to be together holding each other in our right. arms. So that's my resolution for next year. I think I can wait for that moment. And that and that's totally different from at the end of November saying, well, I need to lose weight. And that seems to be like the go-to resolution. So I'll go with that. You want to lose 30 pounds or whatever. And I say, well, starting January, I'm going to go to the gym, paleo diet or whatever it is, fill in the blank. But in, until then, well, I'm just going to live my life as I've, I've always done it. I think that's a very childish mindset. If that's your attitude of, well, I'll change this on January 1st. Well, you're not because you've already set a bad precedent of procrastinating. If you see a need to do something, on December 1st, you should start doing it on December 1st. But like you're saying, you know, we're talk- <laughs> we're talking on December 25th, and you're saying, well, the next Christmas we're going to be together. That's different. It's, it's, you're not <laughs> obvious. You can't procrastinate that. We, ha- we have to wait. We're sort of here by choice, but, but it's not by choice, if you know what I mean. No, can you explain? Can you elaborate? Because of my... Family situation. Sana and I are not together Christmas of 2020 because I have a child that is emotionally dependent on his father and he needs his father around. That's why I'm here. Reason numero uno is why I am not with my wife for Christmas of 2020 is because of my child. But it's our last Christmas apart, right? That's that's a resolution that you can believe in. So, honey, I think I think we may have actually shared something of value. Oh, just because you just talked for like 10 minutes nonstop. Now it's yes, taking value. Yes, because everybody needs to <laughs> focus on me. Now that I got to speak, So who's now the narcissist? I don't know. It depends on how you define narcissist. Definitely. Not the same as your dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the Persian dictionary is different than the American dictionary, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much every All American right. colleagues I had, they were like this. They are the best. They know everything. Some of, sometimes everything they talk, it does, there's no foundation. <laughs> there's no, no base, baseless. But they talk like it's truth. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And you have no choice just to nod your head. Well, anyway, we're going to wrap things up here. Um, Those of you who have listened in, thank you for pressing play and thank you for sticking it out all the way to the bitter end. As you can hear, my wife, Sana, and I, we enjoy each other's company most of the time. 
and when we get recording on the on these podcasts we just we just have a lot of fun and so we, we hope that it was enjoyable for you and um sauna is we're going to be here probably hearing more from sauna in the future because uh i will be going to vietnam we're going to be living together while, while her visa to live in the united states processes i'm going to wait it out in the arms of my beloved wife and um she she and i are actually working together very closely in this business <clears throat> called beaten path media uh and musicpreneur is i guess I, I, what do you call it a outgrowth or it's not an outgrowth but it's sponsored by or produced by beaten i don't know i don't even know how to describe it <laughs> you said outgrowth it's like extra growth <laughs> <laughs> It's not like something growing out of your head. <laughs> But it's like Beaten Path Media is the name of the business. And then Musicpreneur is, I guess, produced by Beaten Path Media. It's the best way to describe it, I guess. Anyway, Sana is the managing director of Beaten Path Media. Although it's still not clear as to what she manages nor directs. Honey, I manage title. you and I direct your whole life. <laughs> yes, Apart you do. from FMP. She is also the financial management planner. That's right. The FMP of Beaten Path Media. So, we'll probably be hearing more from Asana. And of course, Jim Lambie, the great, the esteemed Jim Lambie, will be in your earballs again next week. And um, maybe, maybe I'll put a little more thought into a topic to discuss because people, we do want to respect people's time. We do value your time that you have shared with us and we do appreciate it and we wish you all a very happy christmas and a happy new year and we hope that um just like yalda brings in the it's the birth of the sun we hope that um the symbolism of the of the new year january 1st will also bring in a mindset of not not beginning anew but continuing what you're already doing, and if you feel inspired to resolve to do something a little bit better in 2021, better than you did in 2020, well, good for you. Congratulations, and you have our full support. And please stay in contact with us at musicpreneur.com. All the best. For more podcasts and resources on making money, making music, and to download the free musicpreneur.com mobile app, Head on over to musicpreneur.com today. Thanks for listening.